Alpha Gundam Style, welcome back to WoW Cool Robot. I am uh, your host as always, Dan. Uh, I use he, him, they, them pronouns. I'm Yuria, I use she, her. And I'm Max, and I use he, him pronouns. And we did it! Yeah. We did it! We're at the end of the road. We built and we fought. Yeah, we built all right. Like I said in the chat, I finally finished my build strike real grade. What what a perfect day. We've come full circle. Um this is okay, so this episode, dear listener, you know this. You've listened to all of these so far. How it's gonna work. Um first bit, we'll just be talking about the show, what we like, what we didn't like, you know, just kind of going over our just over to general thoughts. Um in the middle, we will take a break from discussion and I will pull up my tier maker, because I've made a tier list of every notable uh, original gunpla in this show. Mm-hmm. We'll rank them and we'll give our um, you know podcast sanctioned opinions on which ones are good and which ones are terrible. Um, <laughs> and lastly, after we uh, get through that, we will go into our mailbag where our listeners have sent us some very fun questions to talk about. Uh, so just, we're just chilling today. We're not watching anything. I, I, I can only assume if you're listening to this, you've probably watched all of the shows, so you're kind of caught up on where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first question I have for us is, did we like it? Yeah, it was real good. It was a very enjoyable show, yes. Yeah, it, it, I think that it had to have, like, exploded in popularity when it was, like, running, right? I mean, Gunpla kind of helped save Gundam back in, like, the early 80s. So the fact that it took them kind of this long, you know, like, what, 30, something years to, um, to kind of, like, get to this point where they make a show about the Gunpla itself... Like, it, it feels like they definitely could have done that sooner, but them having finally, like, made a show about Gunpla instead of Gundam and, like, it being this enjoyable right out the gate without them having to take, like, several tries at making the show, I'm really impressed by it. Yeah, the, like, that first fight you see between the Gian and the Wing Gundam, is, like, wow. Yeah, like, they, 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 this is... I I mean, ultimately, I think this, the true strength of... Gundam Build Fighters is that it's basically a card game anime or uh, some <laughs> other children's toy anime uh, where uh, the bonds of friendship are tested over uh, competitions involving, you know, uh, some sort of toy. Uh, right. Like, this is the kind of show that I feel like could have had a very, let's say, interesting uh, kind of, you know, American-English dub if it came out, like, ten years earlier. Um, it does have an interesting American-English dub, but not in that way. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was very, very impressed with it. And again, a lot of mm-hmm. it could be, this is, the like, the first Gunpla show I've done since I started this podcast, and everything has been, you know, about Gundam shows. So to kind of take a break from those very, you know, generally more serious themes, I guess G Gundam was kind of a break. But again, mm-hmm. I feel like this show in certain ways is sort of a successor to G Gundam in terms yeah. of like getting a little more silly with it and like still having like really cool moments, but it, it, I feel like it takes like a fundamentally different ap- approach to Gundam. And I don't know, it's just, it's very refreshing knowing that these kinds of shows exist within the franchise, in addition to the ones that tell you that war is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it just, I don't know, I really like pretty much every part about it. Like, the music is really great, there's really fun soundtrack bits. The characters 
are very fun. I like that they kind of they do a good job, I think, adding to like building the roster of characters in this show. Because, you know, we have we have Saiyan Reiji, they're the main boys. Um and you know, it, I guess it kind of takes the idea of like a Gundam team. And instead of them all being like teammates, they're kind of more like, you know, friendly rivals. So you still see their competition all the time and they're not like explicitly allied with each other. But they kind of like, you know, use the framework of a sports anime to sort of solve the problem of like having this whole cast of protagonists when really it's just like they're all kind of aiming for the same goal and they just get to be rivals for each other instead. Mm -hmm. Uh Like, let's see. We have we have Mao. Who he's definitely <laughs> I think Mao's a little more one note than a lot of the other characters are. Yeah. Yeah, his thing is well, his things are big lasers and caring a lot about a girl. Yeah, like he he has his sort of gunpla Shingyo school. That's like a lot of where his development comes in. But again, yeah. the the development in this show for almost everyone kind of boils down to gunpla is fun. <laughs> There's not a whole lot there. It's kind of wish... the central theme, yeah. Kind of yeah. wish they build up more on Mao's whole thing of being a rival builder to say, right? Yeah, because th- th- that he's introduced as the kind of the best builder in this tournament. Um, I mean, with Kawaguchi being the best fighter, but yeah, like I, I feel like of all of the main cast, Mao is kind of the one we get the least about, which is fine. He's kind of you know he's definitely more leaning into the comedy relief of the show a little bit even if most of his jokes are being sad that misaki won't notice him <laughs> or more likely being turned down because he's you know too forward um then we then we have my beloved the italian dandy uh, ricardo fellini oh love that guy uh he's got a great gimmick uh he's he's a very fun character you could very much see him in like any other sort of like gundam anime i mm-hmm. think uh, I he strikes me as kind of the most uh, Yu-Gi-Oh-esque character in this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, him being you know an adult when everyone else is kind of kids. Like it, it's definitely he tries to play more of a mentor role. And I, mean, I guess you have Raul, but I wouldn't say Raul's necessarily part of like the main cast. Uh, because he's not like actually fighting most of the time. But like he's the team dad. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's he's the one who drives them everywhere, um, but with Fellini, it's like he 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 gets to be like this adult character, and like you know he's like hanging out with Kirara a lot and drinking on TV, which is something I was surprised to see. But um, I don't know, I, I like that he is like this kind of different presence, and I guess he's sort of probably there to also help represent a lot of like the adult Gunpla fans who still, you know, want to visualize themselves being able to do this, you know, building and fighting and entering these tournaments, even though it's kind of like, you know, a kid's hobby when it kind of boils down to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... He, the adult characters, both uh, him and uh, Raw, really do, like, speak to, like, the older audiences. Because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, people say he's the main character, but he's as relatable to me, I think, as, like, you know, pretty much every other shonen protagonist is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's exceptions, but, you know, he, he definitely is the main character. And I just see him like, yeah, he's like, you know, the, the enthusiastic, never give up kind of tenacious guy. And that's a lot of mostly what he is still. Mm-hmm. Which I guess sort of puts him on the level of Mao. But with this kind of show, you know, I, I don't expect the protagonist to really get a ton of development in that regard. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess there's also the main characters, and I talk about say Reiji though. Reiji is it's interesting that this show, <laughs> like this is an isekai show, but the person getting isekai not the main character. Well, I guess yeah. I mean okay. I, I guess he's, he's like you know what deuteragonist is the term when there's two or deuter. Antagonist, yeah, whatever. You know, Say and Reiji are the two main characters, but like, I would say Say is more the POV character than Reiji is between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the he's like the normal kid, the kid who likes gunpla. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's he's nice. That's a he's nice little nice. It's a nice little twist on the Isekai formula where the point of view character isn't the one Isekai, but you have the character who tells him all this stuff to get everyone caught up on. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. reverse Isekai. It is a reverse Isekai, because, yeah, it's like, we know Reiji is explicitly from, like, a different planet or whatever, but, like, that's honestly barely the focus of the show. Mm. And he's not, like, actively searching for a way back either. Like, he's kind of, like, isekai by choice, because, like, he warps away. Like, he definitely goes back to his planet a couple times throughout the show, because mm-hmm. he can just, you know, use the Arista to do that. And, I mean, he warps to say using that, so it's like, he's not, like, really stranded there. But it's just a very fun way to, like, you know... Add, I guess, add whimsy and add, you know, just like more of a sense of wonder, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, looking at how they kind of chose to explain how the gunpla work, like, oh, it's the Plasky particles. I don't, I guess, in the um, the sort of ONA prologue thing we watched before this, they just sort of set their gunpla on and they wear, like, do, is it like VR kind of thing for that? I barely remember at this point. It, uh, it was like a big VR pod. Oh, okay, yeah, it was the pod. That's right. Yeah, to simulate being in a cockpit. Right, and I, and I think I think part of the choice of the why you know why Plasky particles exist in this is to I I I feel like it'd be less exciting uh, if like everyone was just in a pod the whole time when they were controlling the gunpla. Like, every battle, oh, they gotta suit up and they gotta get in the pod, but, like, them being able to walk up to the arena and, like, you know, people see this happening as they're standing there controlling them, I feel like is definitely a more interesting choice. So, you know, the the fantasy elements, at least for me, definitely work in the fiction of the show. And then, you know, you can have the Plasky Particles also be there to kind of bring in sort of the, you know, more space magic angle of Gundam that is sometimes there with new types. Yeah, it's a very... It's... It's very interesting how it's, like, uh, how, like, this does ostensibly seem to be, like, a fantasy dimension, but, uh, the way, uh, people over in our world have taken it is more of, like, a sci-fi angle, you know? Right. Uh, indistinguishable, and magic technology and all that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's science fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I guess... You have Isla as sort of part of the main cast, too. I mean, she's like an antagonist for most of the entirety of the show. But like in the end, she she comes around because she's been hanging out with Reiji so much. And she's fun. And I really like that she is that sort of stand-in character um, for, for new types, I guess. Like she has the embody system. And there's always some sort of... It, it's either like a... I don't want to say cognitive. It's like a like psychological or technological edge that, like, characters will have that kind of sets them more, you know, new types. Um, Alive and Yana from Iron-Blooded Orphans, Zero System from Wing, what have you. Um, so having hers be this sort of, like, neural link that, like, overloads and takes over the body when it's used is another, like, 
that's kind of a scary angle and sort of does seem to me like more of a precursor to uh, the Alive and Yana system in Iron-Blooded Orphans. That's just like act- actively like will kind of control and take over your body in a decently creepy way. Mm-hmm. But she's nice, even though her she's gunplay not. is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, a lot of fun characters. I mean, like she definitely, I feel like has a lot more development than most, yeah. right? Yeah, the stuff that happens with like her uh, building a rapport with uh, Reiji while mm-hmm. like uh, sneaking away from uh, her her uh, gunpla battle fortress. Uh, <laughs> those are all like really fun. Like it's it's some fun like character stuff, you know? Yeah, like and then and then you got Tatsuya Yuki. We have our shark clone. Uh, Every show needs its shark clone, and it's just like I. They do a lot of things with how Yuki works as a shark clone that I really really like. One, it being very obvious that everyone knows who he is, mm-hmm. which wasn't really a thing in the first Gundam show because, like, you know, they they know of Asmal, but like, not a single person outside of Zeon knew who Casfel Remdaikun is. Um, but like, everyone, you know, afterwards, oh, Zeta Gundam hits Quattro Bajina. Literally, everyone on Earth knows that he's Shar. No one really brings it up. So the fact that, like, everyone knows who Yuki is, like, he, he puts on the glasses, he's like, I'm not Tatsuyuki, I'm the <laughs> Meijin Kawauchi Third, And, of course, he has all of Char's Gundams in his Gunpla. Got that nice kind of, like, salmon color scheme going on. He is a tremendously fun Char clone, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> he gets flamenco when he, look, he has flamenco when he gets to do his cool things. Yeah. You, can, you really can't beat that. Yeah, he's, a, he's fun. I... It's uh it's neat how like you know how weird it is like uh when you like first see him under that identity and he seems to have done like a complete character 180. Yeah. It's Kayfabe. He's good at mm. it. I uh, mean, he's he's no Boris, but you know. Compound really needs a wrestling league. <sighs> Honestly, yeah. I I'm I'm honest I'm I'm kind of hoping that it sort of turns into that in the later Gunpla series. Um Build Fighters try. I mean, I don't know if it's just about like the next tournament and it's a sequel, but like, I I re- I want that kind of like melodramatic action yeah. in these kinds of shows. I think that would just be very good for it. I don't remember um, try as well. All I know is that it's like a couple years later, and they're all like they're like older teens now, and yeah, also... it's about like you know the next generation. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> try has some of my favorite. <laughs> mobile suits. I have both the tr- uh, Try and Kamiki Burning Gundam and the Star Winning Gundam, which are just mm-hmm. fantastic little suits. I think, tr- is Try where the Lightning Zeta shows up? Yes. It's one I... of the three main suits in the end. I love the Lightning Zeta. It's cool. I mean, any any kind of Zeta I'm into, but like, it, that's my favorite Gundam, period. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm intrigued to see where Try goes, how it's able to differentiate itself from Bill Fighters, because like, the benefit of, of this show being only 25 episodes out of the U- Gundam's usual 50-ish is that, you know, more concise story, great. You don't need to have this kind of, like, l- month-long, you know, going between space and Earth and the moon. Like, no, th- this is a story that takes place over, like, I guess a couple of weeks and in, like, kind of one location and they're not, like, traveling that much. Like, so it's able to, you know, you can tell the story in a short amount of time and I think it helps not to get, like, burned out on you know the combat because like 
in Gundam shows, I feel like you get a lot of bits where like there just really isn't much action going on, and which is fine because you know it's Gundam, so you want them to talk and exposit about you know space capitalism. But with this kind of show structure, I feel like you you know you need to have a battle every episode. It's a lot more like formulaic, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not necessarily to like the show's detriment, but you know, again, it, it's a show that feels. You know, it, it it's like trying to like bring Gundam to a more widespread audience because it's this is the kind of show that more people could get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's a more family friendly Gundam. Uh, yeah, just don't watch the ONA. <laughs> yeah, don't watch that. Don't the rest is fine. <laughs> it's Wait a family a friendly years for Gundam. Except yeah. except for the other parts. Watch the series does have like a ton of shoutouts to the entire Gundam meta. Style. Yes. Oh, there is so much to find. Just like everyone walking around in the background, like all all of the people who are you know it, supposedly in Gundam Heaven. It, there's just a lot to like. It, it's a show for everyone, and they're casting a very wide net. But like, I think on the whole, I would I like to imagine, or I like to imagine. To me, I say that they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I kind of wish they had done a bit more with the uh, Gundam Heaven thing, but also I uh, or. I kind of wish there were more cameos. Maybe it's just, like, there are more and I just haven't noticed them, but, like, it would be fun to, like, see, like, like the the whole, like, uh, pre-finale uh, fair thing. Yeah, It's just, festival. like, wall-to-wall cameos. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I mean, we we got a lot of that earlier in the show mm-hmm. because chances are if if they're fighting an opponent in the show and it's not one of like the five main rival cast members that's it's going to be a reference to someone else mm-hmm. the, the one that i remember is um it's like someone using a wing zero gundam and it's the the person piloting it looks like hero yui from wing but just blonde instead <laughs> mm-hmm. he bleaches hair but i think he's still wearing the green tank top i still can't believe i missed the part of lauren was in there but in oh. laura as laura apparently Oh, damn. Well, I gotta rewatch this series. Be right back. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rewatch this, rewatch Turn A. There you go. <laughs> You'll never run out of media. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's like <laughs> what we need is the um, like the, the, the George Lucas director's cut 20 years later. So, like, after every Gundam series, they recut it and they'll just draw a new cameo throughout the series. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, in, in 20 years' time, you can't see half the episode because, like, Oh, uh, Mikazuki August from Iron Blood Orphans walking in front of the camera in this one shot. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's Suleta Mercury, my friend. <laughs> She's here. Uh, I no. Well, well, we need a gun of Bill Fighter squad. Clearly, I guess that's divers. Right. But uh... yeah, well, yeah, we we skipped Gundam Build Fighters duo. That's gonna be like mm-hmm. the, the sequel they make the the interquel between one and Try. Oh, that's Jim's counterattack, though. Shit! Yeah. Oh my god, that literally is. <laughs> that Gundam literally Bill is. Fighters Quint. We found it. We f- we found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Gundam Build Fighters Un, Gundam Build Fighters Duo, Gundam Build Fighters Trays. Or no, Troa. Trays is thirteen. Fuck. Gundam Wing has a lot of weird number character names, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I guess I guess kind of like o- overall for me in my ranking of. Gundam shows on a scale of like S to D. Uh, I don't really anticipate disliking anything in Gundam to put it in D tier. We'll see. Uh, I haven't put anything in there yet in my mind, but I would say this is definitely like a low A for me. 
Yeah, definitely an A or maybe a B if, uh, I can't really speak, uh, as like a Gundam fan, but I enjoyed this anime. Sure. Yeah, in terms of like anime you watch, we can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put it at a mid A. I wish Gunpla were Ooh. real. <laughs> I. <laughs> Looking at my desk covered in plastic <laughs> robot say- parts. Damn, I do too. <laughs> I can say that both as the joke, dang, I wish Italy were real, and as the, dang, I wish this actually did move like real. Yeah, what yeah. if there was like a Gundam, a Gundam, a Gunpla tournament where you could uh, make your Gundams real? What if, what if we filled Italy with enough plastic particles to make the boot kick something? <laughs> it'll, it'll kick Cyprus out of the Mediterranean. Um, I mean, I think isn't that a thing that they're doing? Uh, hold on, scanning Gunpla battle. This is a, I, I swear I read this headline. Um, Okay, this is from the Gundam Info website. So this is this is legit. Um, this is an article from February of 2022. This is like kind of announcing this thing that the article is called The First Step Towards Real Gunpla Battles, Road to Gunpla Battle Test Scan Event Volume 1, being held at uh, Gundam Factory Yokohama. So this was a thing where um, you, it was possible to... It's like they're starting this project, essentially, to be able to scan your Gunpla and mm. put it in. Now... The being, you know, I wouldn't even say pessimistic about technology. I think just, you know, having a realistic eye towards how technology works these days. This is the kind of thing that I don't imagine ever really working beyond, oh, I made like, it, it can only recognize just straight up, straight built kits without no kit bashes or anything, no paint jobs. Just like I bought the um, Gundam Astaroth or whatever the fuck it's called. And I built it straight, and I can scan it in because I haven't done anything to it. And it's like, oh, cool, you can you can use this Gundam in whatever this game is. Then I, I don't know if it really go beyond that. Mm-hmm. But it could. Hey, you know, five years, ten years time, maybe I'll be able to scan my beloved Lobster Sun Nightingale into a game. I mean, at the same it. time, if it does go beyond that, it's going to also detect. Oh, look at that nub mark you did not trim down on. Oh yeah, <laughs> you lose some speed. It, it, yeah, it gives you a performance rating uh, debuff because. You didn't panel line the right way, or you, you you didn't apply enough stickers. Oh, oh, here's a question. If you trim down the horns on a high grade so that they're sharp, is that going to benefit you? Or is yeah, oh, no, that, that's, when, that's when the Gundam referees come and arrest you, because it's an illegal modification. <laughs> yeah. It's too sharp and dangerous, you can't bring it to a tournament. Yeah, you're, you're gonna gore your opponent. Even though you definitely have decently sharp fins on real grades. Oh, yeah. It's only high grades, though. Okay, my build strikes horns right now. Sharp. Sharp. I'm trying to think what... I'm looking at my shelf what, like, the sharpest thing I have on there is. Uh, It's probably real grade. I mean, generally, you know, they're small and pointy. I've definitely, like, kind of, like, accidentally poked myself, like, under a nail or something, putting a thief in together. Yeah, okay, you know, I'm looking at my um, Destiny Gundam. That might be the sharpest. Which is also just kind of a result of being a design from seed, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Well... I think it's good. That's good. I like, you know, show's good. You get you get the gist of it by now, dear listener. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pray this fucking works because I hate Discord. Uh, I'm going to share my screen, go live. Don't fuck with me on this Discord. Uh-huh. And I am sharing my desktop screen, I my see browser. This. I see the tier All screen. Right. Oh, you can see them. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. So I have here, and this will be linked in the show description as always, I have a tier list of pretty much every notable Gundam 
or Gunpla from the show, I guess. I, I, I didn't put a couple things on here like that F-91 that's just an F-91 but red. And that one tall geese that's listed as its own like special variant, but it's just a tall geese that has like a couple more thrusters in the backpack that you can't tell because it's like painted in black and green camo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But this is pretty much everything. Um, every 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 new thing they designed for Gundam Build Fighters and Gunpla Battle, whatever it was called, the original ONA and um, Jim's Counterattack. So we got all these things, and I, and I have them arranged in uh, chronological order from when we would have seen them. So, uh, this first one on here is the beginning Gundam. I'll pull up an image here. This is the, the main kind of suit from mm-hmm. that first ONA we watched. Yeah. How do we feel? Hmm. I would say this. I look and I say, yeah, that sure is a Gundam. Maybe a B tier. <laughs> it's very triangular. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's got a big chunk in the middle, a bit, some big chunks in the middle it's got it uh, a big chunk i there. do like the uh the weird like uh hold a bunch of swords in one hand thing i guess right, yeah cool. right that that's that and like the holographic v fin i think are the two coolest things about yeah it. that that is keeping me from ranking it as a c yeah i okay i i think i think b tier for now just yeah d- yeah, middle yeah. of the road that is a, a good gundam um next up oh my chrome is that yellow i need to update that soon we have the forever gundam um, this is something that was designed by Kunio Okawara, so you can tell it like looks very original. Um, it looks it looks like the original RX seventy eight with a bunch of blue armor on it and some weird shit on the backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see like the uh, shit. What's it called? Chromium armor or whatever on the Alex that's trying to invoke. Okay, I can, yeah, a little bit. I definitely like the Chobum armor a little bit more than this, but oh. Ah. I look. I really don't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it could also be the art making it not look great, but like uh, part of it really is just like the RX seventy eight style head just not looking good in these portraits. Uh huh. Yeah, it's the posing. It's too stiff it, and and very like blocky yeah. and rough. Yeah, like the the RX seventy eight head like uh, really ma- feels separate from the rest of the robot. Yeah. Uh, Even if it had, like, blue accents on the head instead of red, it might look a little better. But I don't know. I'm feeling C for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give me a second. I'm going to get some water. Um, we have the Byakushiki. And I only included it because I love the Hyakushiki. And this is listed as a separate thing. But mm. it's just, what if a Hyakushiki, uh, instead of having the gold beam coating, was just white? That's kind of it. Yeah, it looks nice. Uh, maybe high B, A tier, maybe... I think the nature of it being nothing more than like a recolor, I would feel a little bad putting it above B. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like it. It's not doing anything different, really. We just like the design a bit, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put it. It, it, it maybe okay. It can hang out next to the uh, beginning Gundam. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we have the Zaku F2000. I love this fucker. This thing rips. <laughs> he's so big, and he's rips so much. It's. Rips itself apart from all it's done. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, because there's a regular Zaku underneath. Uh, it's it is just a big purple Zaku covered in a ton of spikes, optional missile launchers. I really, I really like the the purple, dark purple, black color scheme it has. The purple really gives it a lot of personality. Uh, yeah, uh, I I would be tempted to give it S tier. Uh, uh, what I, do you I, I'm thinking 
I'm thinking upper A, low S, maybe A for now, since we haven't had any other like huge S tier guys yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, this one is delightful. Uh, <laughs> so next we have the bear guy, the original bear guy, th- this horrific creature. The the original bear guy is really funny because it, I love it. Like when I compare the the later model of bear guy to this one, it. What it reminds me of is, like, if you're in, like, when you're trying to, like, uh, make, like, a certain type of character or design in a character creator and you just don't have the right parts to add up. Like, maybe you're trying to make, like, a Gajinka of a character or you're trying to make, like, uh, just something with a drastically different art style than, like, what you're working with. It's right. fun. Uh, and, it, it, and it, look, Bear Guy has no business looking like this, but I'm glad it does. It's almost a Monster Factory style gunpla. Yeah. yeah, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, it really, from the chest up, it really isn't different from, or from the chest down, it's really not different from an act guy. But then you get to the head, and it has that cool, ver- you know, the, the same vertical slit for the mono eye, but then a fucked up bear head around it. <laughs> I, I think this is another A-tier suit. Yeah. yeah. He's very nice. Uh, so now we have the last Gundam from the ONA prologue, the beginning 30 Gundam. Cool. Something about it is a little busy with all the like, it's, triangles and different colors. Uh-huh. Right, because it's it's continuing that like triangle motif that the, the base one had, but the parts that are on it are like textured differently, so it looks like it's kind of covered in like chewed gum or like painted foil or something like that. It like looks weirdly bumpy uh-huh. when it should like try and probably be more sleek and triangular. Like I think it's worse. Than the regular beginning Gundam. Yeah. It's definitely worse than the be- regular beginning Gundam, but I would say it's a little better than the uh, modified, uh, the modified, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, RX it's definitely better yeah. than the Forever Gundam for me. Yeah. Yeah. High C for this. Uh, so now we have, um, our next, our next suit is the Build Strike, the main suit from the series. Uh, what I've done for the sake of simplicity is I've combined the Build Strike and the Build Strike full package mm-hmm. because. The full package is just his wings backpack, so I guess we're raking it as the full package. Uh, <laughs> now, Yuri, you've just built this thing. Yeah. Well, I, I've had the build strike itself built for, like, uh, two years. <laughs> so I finally got the full package part built. Right. I, I They're nice. I like how simple and clean the wings kind of are. They're not, like, super elaborate like a lot of other seed-styled Gundams are. Yeah. yeah. What it strikes me as is it's more... It's a more complete uh, idea of what they were going for with, like, the the Forever Gundam. Or yeah, yeah. It, it, is, it is a definite spin on the base Strike Gundam, but, like, making it kind of more fun and a little bit more silly, but not going, like, oh, all right, and it's covered in a hundred triangles. Yeah. Like, um, one of the things it has is, like, those little, the shiny bits on, like, the shoulders and the yeah. legs that help add to it. Yeah, it, it, it has enough accents on it that it looks like it is definitely a, a kind of a step above as a modification, but not, you know, just way too busy. Um, I'm feeling maybe... Oh, did I close my tier list? Oh, Damn. no. Oh, no. It's, it should save it. Control-Shift-T. There we go. All right. I'm thinking I'm thinking like B-tier for this. Yeah, B-tier works. I'm going to put it... Above the beginning Gundam, because it's, I'd say it's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, I made a tier list for myself later, but, like, t- it's one of those things where, as I'm talking about the designs, I'm realizing that, like, my opinions are changing on them. Um, here's something that isn't going to be... As opposed to, like, a 
uh, thinking about it. Right. Uh, this is something I think we can all agree on, though. I, I the Zaku Amazing is very good. I do like the Zaku Amazing. Like it's it's so cool. Zaku is a great design. This is clearly this is based on like Char's like red comet Zaku, which is also mm-hmm. real good. Uh, I I don't think I have much more to say on it beyond like it being just like a really fun version of a Zaku. I wouldn't rank it yeah. as high as like the Zaku two thousand, but uh, it's a solid Zaku. Yeah, that's I think I st- I want to put it in A tier still. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think, how about, like, bottom of A for now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Kawaguchi gets some other suits later on that I think are a little more interesting than this. Um, Has just a little less guns than the F-2000, which helps keep yeah. it balanced. Yeah, more, more, more guns is more points. That's how it works here. Uh, so now we have the Wing Gundam Fenice. Uh, S-tier, S-tier, S-tier. Yeah, S-tier. Spicy Italian. It's too cool. It's asymmetrical in Italian. What more could you want? It's got the, it's got a little cape and sometimes yeah. it, it has, has a, a cape unicycle. and a little unicycle. <laughs> uh, the Pagliacci of the of Gundam build fighters. That's so true. Congratulations, um, Flamey. You made our first S rank. Yay! Uh, next up, we have the Ricardo Fellini. Talking to you directly. <laughs> I'm speaking you directly through the phone. Uh, we next have the Gundam X Mao, uh, which is just kind of like a more sleek, kind of modernified Gundam X. It doesn't look like a very 90s suit anymore, except for the gigantic green chest jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I I I like it. I I it's, like it. It what? It's it, not like super absurdly like different from like the regular Gundam X. Uh, the backpack's the most thing that's most different, but like again, it, it's like a more clean, more sleek. It's like if they designed Gundam X twenty years after the show aired. Yeah, which I, I would, guess is literally like, what it was. The design itself is fine. I mean, my favorite thing is the big laser. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, we love a big laser here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's <sighs> it's nice, I guess. I, I I think it's like another like I'm at a bottom of B maybe mid B maybe. It'd be, yeah, it's better than the Hakshiki, let's say. I can wiggle these around. That's good. Gosh, these are a lot of Gundams. Uh, next up is another uh, one I really like, the Gyangagyan. I do love the Gyangagyan. There's no official art for this for some reason, but this is just a, a, a gold Gyan that has two shields. I like the one YouTube I- clip in there that has two beam sabers and, or beam rapiers. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 basically a gyan, and you reverse the color scheme from between the shield and the body. So the gyan is like gold and brown, it's yeah. like the yellow and red of the shield, and the shield is like purple and gray, which is like the original gyan's colors. Yeah. Look, this thing rules. I love yeah, this thing. Double the shields, double the protection. Simple as. Uh, you just don't take damage. It's your choice. Plus those shields launch missiles, so yep, protected. They did. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like high A next to the Zaku F2000, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe below yeah. the bear guy, I think. Okay, yeah, bear guy, bear, bear guy's too good. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, next up is an interesting one: the Build Gundam Mark II, uh, based on the Gundam Mark II. And I really like how they're kind of drawn in the exact same pose of like facing the camera. But this thing is like, I I just love how bulky it looks. I really like how the V fin just sort of shoots directly up, makes it look like horns almost. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a nice Gundam. 
it, little... it, it has the sort of like super Gundam guns built into its arms already. Oh, yeah. I'm a little biased because like, especially in the last year, I was like, damn, I really need to get a Mark II. Damn, look at this Mark II. <laughs> look at this Mark II. Don't you want a Mark II? Especially a Master Grade version of it. Ugh. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's out of stock on um, Gundam Planet. Very sad. That thing looks good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, this thing, I, I like this a lot. I think, I mean, I don't want to overload too many things in A. I personally think the build Mark II is better than the Strike build. Yeah, low A, high yeah. B. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's do let's do low A. I'm putting it behind the Zaku. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got our first weird pick, the Abigorbine. It's it's our, from our friend Luang Delara. I I do like the weird bug. It's just a weird bug. That's really all he is. You're gonna fight That's this. That's all you need. Yeah, you're gonna it's fight just a this. Weird bug. He's a mm-hmm. he's a boss character. I I just like that it's just the Abigor from Victory, but the horns are different, and it just is purple instead of green. It's just, I, I I like the proportions too. You know, very very small torso. It's just it's like a, a lot kind of like stubbier and like more you know sturdy looking. It's a big bug man. Um, where are we where where are we thinking for this? Uh, probably I'm thinking B, but uh, I'm 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 open for input. B is good, I think. Yeah, solid B. B B for bug. Put it in the middle of B. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now we have the Cubile Papillon. Uh, I this is another one of the suits where I just kind of I think it has too much to just trying to do at once. Yeah, yeah. Like the shades are cool, but like I see that and I compare it to like the regular Cubile, and I think I I prefer the regular. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like it. It's it's uh like like the only thing I really like are the are the shades. Uh, Mm-hmm. Like I, I think the, f- it's one of those ones. Like I can't look at the face. Like I can't tell what the face is actually trying to look like. Really, um, it, it's it's just too. I, I don't know. It looks like a, just like a Mandalorian visor almost. It's just hard to kind of parse. It has all these weird like swishy markings on it. The color scheme itself, I think, looks good, but it's just weird that they didn't really touch the sort of pink on the cubelay underneath everything. I, I think it's just one of those ones that's I think it's a little bit too busy for its own good. Yeah. I I hmm. C maybe? Top of C maybe? Is that is that too harsh on this one? No, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's top of C. C. Yeah. Cool. Next up, ooh. Oh, this is a good one. Uh we have the Comfer Amazing, Meijin Kawaguchi's second uh gunpla. God, this one's so this is cool. just like T- tactical comfort basically uh-huh. like it has like a darker color scheme and it has these really nice like yellow accents it's just it's really cool looking <laughs> so cool uh definitely based off one of the cooler uh well one of the cooler suits from war in the pocket which is uh full of cool mobile suits so mm-hmm. yeah it's a big bar to cross yeah i oh man it's just this is definitely like an A tier suit. Yeah. I know, like we've been saying that for everything so far, but no, I I think it I think it's a fair judgment for this one. Yeah, I mean we're we're gonna get to a couple of stinkers in yeah. a little bit, so I want to say, I'd like, say... It, yeah, I maybe like right below the bear guy. Yeah, maybe even above. I don't know. I yeah, bear bear guy's guarding the upper echelons here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just gonna be all right. Uh, so now. It is time for everyone's favorite uh, young early genius, the Sengoku Astray. Oh, 
What if what if a gunpla was a samurai? Yeah. Uh, honestly, as far as samurai gunpla go, this one's fun. Uh, I can't say much like for or against it. It's just nice. Uh, it's a very f- it, it it's like one of the definitely like more out there customizations for kits. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. you can tell the base being a stray red frame, and it still manages to have its own identity. Yeah, I like I, I really like the way they kind of mix red throughout the whole design. I don't usually care for like chest jewels in Gundam or the jewels in general, but like all of the kind of green jewel orbs all over it, I think there's enough that it makes it look like it's a sort of part of the design instead of trying to be like this one centerpiece that stands out. Uh, I love that the giant shoulders can actually grab the swords and use them. I really like the super funky V-fin. This is just another another winner in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, have these Sengoku Stray Gunpla, but I have one of the... Um, actually, what's the name of that? Three Kingdom style line? Oh, uh, 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 oh my god, what is it? Shoot. <laughs> uh, oh, I think it's just Sengoku. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Son- there's a Sengoku version of the Sengoku Stray. And yeah. it lets you hold one of the swords in its mouth. D- oh, that rules! I like that quite a bit. It's a cute little SD. I, li- I like the kind of mustache looking face mask yeah, yeah I, I want to get I'm the feeling... sd version of that too someday because that is adorable yeah uh like lower a maybe yeah right between the saku and the gianki yeah all right another another arguably s tier design oh. we have the bear guy three god i love the bear guy three just it's just a little bear it's the perfect uh implementation of a bear what if a robot was a bear? So yeah. adorable, endearing, uh, perfect. Uh, it's got great lore. Uh, mm-hmm. Credit to uh, its creator. Uh, uh, it, it has a cute ribbon, and it comes in a bunch of different cool colors. It's got custom faceplates. Ho- yeah! It's and it's powerful. And it spawned the Petite Guy line, which is one of the most popular kits to just mess around with yeah i think i honestly i think this is another another s pick for us yeah it's just bear, bear guy too good it has surpassed the bear guy i hereby yeah. award you the title of bear guy three <laughs> yeah yeah major kawaguchi the third and we bear guy the third uh-huh. um now we have the uh star build strike which i i include because it's different enough from the build strike but you kind of like it, it's hard to tell sometimes um, it definitely looks a lot better in Gunpla, like yeah, actually yeah. seeing it posed and doing action when it has like the, you know, the holographic bits to it when it does its RG system and everything, mm-hmm. uh, and the wings pop out. Like, I think, I, I think I like it a little bit better than the base build strike. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, the equipment adds, I think like a layer of complexity. It's kind of like at the point where I think it's a little too complex. Like it's like, right. It's borderline. Like, I think it's fine. If they added like one more thing, it might be a little bit too much, mm-hmm. but like, as it is looking at images of it, I, I think this, it's like the, the kind of natural, like end point for the star build strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really like that you can buy a, a real grade or an, an RG system version that like the inner frame is like a sparkly blue. But ironically, not a real grade. Unless there's a premium Bandai. Hold on. There's a premium Bandai Master Grade. I don't see a real grade for this. High grade and, uh, yeah, a P Bandai Mm -hmm. Master Grade version. Damn. I want one. 
Uh, I kind think... of <laughs> ironic because this regular build strike has a real grade. Right. Yeah. yeah. RG system stands for really good, not real great, apparently. Yeah. I think I think like high B, maybe like right next to just just above the uh, regular build strike. Yeah. I'd say yeah, so. They're buddies. Um, here's something weird. <laughs> this is the Buku tank the from Seed. We turned a weird dog into a tank. It's the Zoids. Zoids, huh? Mm, it's I... it's just like a mm. tank treads that it has a little doggy up top. Uh-huh. Mm. I, 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 it I... could have been cute, but it hits a little... Uh... I don't care for this one. Uh-huh. It's... Yeah. I... I... I like it conceptually, but right. It's like it you doesn't... can see what the regular Buku looks like. It's 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 fucking it's Metal Guru Mon. Oh yeah. yeah, that that looks rad. That's some sick uh, shit. But uh... I but oh, it looks kind of like they were going for a more Zaku style coloration, which really throws it off. Honestly, uh. yeah, I don't know. I I think it just it just looks strange. I think it has like almost like a centaur look with the tank treads, but. It doesn't look dynamic at all. Like, this thing doesn't look like it can pose. It just looks like it kind of, like, tilts forward, and that's literally it. Yeah, the human dog of Gunpla. The he- <laughs> Let's put it in D tier for dog. Sure. Yeah. It's in dog tier. Uh, here's the one other one I didn't really care for. The Hellzeong Marine. Uh, they took the Zeong, one of my favorite suits from the original show, and they turned it into this thing. Uh-huh. I... Uh, eh. That just yeah. I don't like the okay. The big pinchy tentacles are all right. I don't like the spindly tentacles that they also included with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are like those are like horny tentacles. It, it, it yeah. It, it, like they just kind of creep me out a little bit. Uh huh. Like it makes it feel like I mean I guess it makes it feel like it's kind of like a sea creature a little bit because it is the marine version. But I just think it didn't need those tentacles. I think it would have yeah. looked better without it. A little overcomplicated. Um, it's just the, the claws. It's it's just you're trying to look too edgy and badass. Like I don't. I think it's another D, honestly. Maybe not as. I, I think at least the dog is more interesting to me on the level of it being a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sorry, Hellzeong Marine. And while we're at it, Hellzeong Galaxy, uh, which is just the Hellzeong Marine, but it has like regular Zeong arms and sort of regular Zeon legs that turn into claws in the end yeah i like this a little i like this one a little more maybe c tier yeah i like that the antenna go back to being like the sort of twin pronged the zeong ones and i do think the legs are more fascinating because i'm pretty sure they like the legs will fly off too just like the hands do in the show yeah yeah and like its execution in the show is really good but like hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just Zeong's better without legs, in my opinion. But if it has to have legs, I guess these are okay. I think, yeah, like bottom of C? Yeah, C is past. Yeah, right there. Yeah. All right. Hey, more dogs, though. We got the Gym Sniper Canine up next. This is uh, when Kawaguchi fought a team of little guys. Oh, right. I remember that bit. That was great. We we, we got the, uh, the, the, the Gym Sniper, and its backpack pops off and kind of just turns into a Boston Dynamics robot. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I gotta say, I, I like this one. I like this. I like this. I really. Uh, this fucking I, Boston Dynamics This is a guy. And this guy. Like, I, I like the green with the yellow accents is a very good look to me. Like, it doesn't feel like they're trying to like copy Zaku colors. It seems like they're trying to just do kind of like more of a drab. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. I like its visor. I see yeah. it's, it's going for more of like a tactical vibe. Uh, yeah. 
It's it's tactical. It's tactical. Yeah, tactical. Just again, it's cool as it's a knife. I like the gun dog platform. Not in real life, but in gunplay, it's a little more interesting to me. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, this isn't going to be used to murder any real people. Right. Uh. Uh. I I feel like mid B for this maybe. Yeah. 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 All right. You get to be you're, you're hanging out with Abacorbine. Yeah. Yeah. Your buddies. Uh. And now we have the uh, Gundam Amazing Exia. That's an Amazon. Amazon, yeah, can't type today. Uh, which is, yeah, it is a uh, Exia that's kind of like been Kabaguchiified. It has a little bit less red on it than the Exia did. Um, I think the V fins like goes blue instead of yellow. It's a lot more blue than the regular Exia is. Yeah, I like um, this one, but it's not as good as the Cop for Amazing as far as uh, Kawaguchi Gunpla go. Yeah, I, I, it, it's not as interesting to me. I mean, like, I don't. Double O designs don't really do it for me that much. Um, th- this is nice, and I like how they kind of changed the green yeah. from the Exia to a more teal, because I like yeah. teal just better as a color. Yeah, I like the teal. Like, uh... Yeah, it's it's good, but it's not great, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, how about we put it in... I think it's like another just B, yeah. middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, maybe... I'm going to put a between Mao and the K9. Right. Yeah, I'd say I think that's, in the lower. That's definitely kind of like a turning Gundam. point in in uh, the scale. Mhm. I kind of prefer the original Exia a bit more except for the teal part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next up we're getting into like the end game designs here and some of these are very cool. We have the Miss Sazabi. This is what Isla uses after her Cubeblade's destroyed. And this is just like it's called a Miss Sazabi and like it's based on the Sazabi in that it has the sort of, like, waist cannon and the same kind of, like, face shape. And that's really it. Otherwise, it's just kind of its own design. Yeah, I, I like the helmet shape. I like the sleekness. Uh, it it really, like, it it really fits into, like, a really nice hole. Uh, or, or it all comes it, together yeah, it, to it, a greater hole. Right. It, it feels like a very cohesive original design. I like how in the comparison shot, the regular Sasabi actually has a longer skirt. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mrs. Zombie's a little bit taller too, because it has these sort of like um, almost seed style legs to it. Ah, it's the Viera then. Yeah, I, I, this thing. Viera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we still can't figure out how to let Mrs. Zombie wear hats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this case, it, yeah, they just poke through the hat with those horns. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You you can't put two holes for the ears. You need to put like seven for the horns. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, this one's great though. I think this is a this is an A tier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I, low A maybe. I mid A. Mid A. Okay. And I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it. I, I I'm putting next to the Sengoku Astray because I feel like it just does a really good job of like you know taking that design and really making it its own. Yeah. Yeah, I think the A tier is just like even at the low end, it's like in a oh, great yeah, scale. It's, it's, it's still... all near the top. Exactly. Uh, and next up is the Gyan Vulcan, which is, I guess, what we see Sasaki use late in the show, which is, hey, look at that. It's the Gyan, and it still has the two shields, but now it has Gatling guns on its shoulders. This is so cool. I I definitely prefer the purple uh, color palette to the uh, gold one. I love the fucking shoulder-mounted guns, and it's still got those really, really good uh, dual shields. Just, it looks like it kind of curved from the Sengoku astray because it's also got its beam rapiers stored in the shoulders. Yeah, yeah in there. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I really like the kit bashes that people make of this, though. 
the the valuable pod is what it's called. Valuable uh, pod. I bet this is a P Bandai exclusive too. I don't. It might even have been from like before P Bandai was a thing. I'm looking at this H. Yeah, 2014. I don't know if we oh, that's just a, doing stuff. Oh, that's a um. Like an add-on it, kit. Yeah. Okay, but that's not P Bandai. That's just a. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess you just buy an HGUC Gion and then buy the HGBF this thing and then you're good to go. Um, I do have a I, Gion Revive. I yeah. I don't actually wait. I don't know if that works with that. Hmm. Oh, if it's a revive, yeah, because it'd be like it'd be probably slightly different enough that you wouldn't be able to. Lots oh, of bummer. I would put this right between the Comfort Amazing and the Gion Gion. Yeah, I I was thinking the exact same thing. Back I like how it's just all it, it's all monoized in the top half of A. <laughs> it's a good look. Uh, yeah. So and then now you have the we build have... strike. Just uh, get out of here. Build strike the mark two. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the uh, crossbone X Mao. This guy's fucking. This sick. thing. This yes. thing. Look, it has a skull on it. Come on. He's, he's got bones. He's got bone cannons and a skull. He's so bones. cool. He's so cool. <laughs> The crossbone is just fun in general, but wow. It's, it, yeah, it's a crossbone that's covered in, like, holographic satellite laser receptors. And then the, the skeleton just becomes a share zone screaming skull when it attacks. Fuck yeah. Come on. It, it's a, I'm ready to play Halo 3. Coming out. Yeah, he's, Xbox I'm, I'm getting 360. all the flaming skulls. <laughs> this is, this is S tier for me. Yeah, yeah. it's S tier. We have we have an Italian, we have a bear, and then we have a, a the Deshare zone in S tier so far. Tremendous. <laughs> uh, next up, another Gundam Fenice. This is the Gundam Fenice Renaskita, or however the hell you pronounce it. Um, it is a Gundam Wing Fenice that I think looks a little bit worse because it's not yeah. asymmetrical anymore. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have that sort of like it. It feels less Italian. I think it also seems like it's trying a little bit harder because it has this gigantic buster rifle and it has this really, really big shield on its arm. It makes it look a little, I don't know, it's like it's trying to be a little too, like, edgy and sharp and, like, this is the upgrade version. Yeah, this is the uh, Toa Nuva uh, to, uh... <laughs> yeah. We d- we dunked- Ricardo Fellini accidentally dunked his fucking gunpla in a tube of protodermis and uh-huh. this is what he pulled out. Mm-hmm. He meant to dunk it in marinara sauce, but missed. Yeah. No. Cool, cool master grade box art, though. Oh, yeah. It's it is still pretty cool. Oh, I like these versions with, the... like, where it's got, like, more, where the cape is a bit more pronounced. Yeah, that doesn't, it bumps it up in my mind. I still don't think it's as good as just yeah. the regular one. Low A, but maybe? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, better than the build mark two, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But it, but it, but it can't leave there because, because it, it, it's, it's not part of the Mono Eye Club, mm-hmm. even though neither is the Astray. But it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool shield. Um, now we have the Exia Dark Matter. In fact, the, Est- the Astray has many eyes because of the exactly. Face. Uh, so the Astray Dark Matter is: What if the Gundam was a Joker? Mm-hmm. What if it was evil and twisted and fucked up? I, I do like <laughs> it. I yeah, like something about it actually does feel a bit better than the Exia Amazing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, look, it has two swords, and one is on fire, and one is icing. Hello? That's yeah. too cool. Fire sword, ice sword. It's the coolest shit for badasses. It, its backpack pops the off and turns and into red. a fucked up evil bird. There's a master grade kit of it? Yeah, the black and red also just a very... God, that box art. Just a very that's so cool sick. Dude. Holy shit, that's so mm-hmm. sick. 
If this if this guy had a flaming skull, yeah, it'd be over. If they made, a, I don't know this. Yeah, if they made like you know those pins that have the box art on them, I really wish yeah. they had that for the this because wow, <laughs> wow, forty nine forty five ninety for an old master grade seems actually pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, that is. Uh... Oh, it's from Hobby Link Japan, so you got to ship it over here. Oh. Well, still, the markup from here honestly is probably more than shipping it from Japan itself. Um, I think this is a high A. Yeah, high A. Definitely on par with uh, the uh, F2000. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this one is surpassed Bear Guy. Yeah, yeah. In this is, it's pure sharpness. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing the theme of suits getting just two shields instead of one, we have the one and only Goof R35. Goof Which troop. is just, what if the Goof had two shields and each shield had like the Goof fingers pointing out of them? It's so perfect you don't need to add that much to the suit that it's already so good so that's yeah. like that's add, plus points for it it just it adds yeah. just enough to improve while not like feeling like it's you know over designed right oh, it, it, it feels it, so cool you know the other thing about it having two shields is it's like the perfect gundam having two shields exactly and and you it like has this upgraded leg armor that it has knives that can pull out of the leg armor yeah and like more thrusters on the back it's just look respect to ramba Rawl as well this one is just great yeah um i i maybe like between comfer and the gyans yeah my club it's everything's all the monoids are here except for the zeongs <laughs> fuck those <laughs> things uh, all right. This this one is either going to be like D tier or S tier, uh, depending on how we feel. This is the mock. It's extremely funny. Maybe the funniest gun plus kit I've ever seen. The mega blocks of uh, of gunpla. There's even like a high mock from uh, what is it's from Try. Oh my god, I get to see more of this thing. This yeah, rules. This reminds me of fucking uh, Sonic Forces. Uh, the, oh, the, the, these are extremely like modern. Uh, yeah, those like modified. Those modified egg pawns from Sonic Forces uh, that are a uh-huh. little more serious looking. Although someone that, made a Baymax mock. I want to see a mock that's just modded into just full on egg pawn from like Sonic Heroes. Well, there's a mock that's modified oh! into a ball. <laughs> high ball, high ball, high ball. That's so cool. What the fuck? What is this? Ah. That one's a little... That one's scary. It's a little scary. I don't want to see that one. I like it, but it's a little scary. I just... I like... Look, I really like the mock. I think it's... It looks nothing like a Gundam, but it's just... I think, like... God, where does this even go? The fact that they're... They didn't make a kit of the mock until the high mock, which is Bill Fighters Try, is pretty, uh... Criminal. Yeah. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to. Okay, what if? What here? This is what this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna add a row between S and A, and this is this is just gonna be. Uh, I mean, it's like it's every tier really, because it's every Gundam. All Gundam. We call it M. It's it's an M tier. It's in its own. It's yeah, a league of M its own. M for most. M for, M for most. <laughs> no, it doesn't stand for mock. Common misconception. It stands for most. Sure, it's the most. It sure is the most. And now we have these suits from the ONA. Uh, first, we have the uh, Star Burning Gundam, which is the kind of like bridge between the uh, Star Build Strike and the Build Burning. Uh, and yeah, it, it sure looks like a cross between those suits. It, it, it just looks like a Build Gundam 
got mixed with a god Gundam in a way. Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah you know. Right. My original, like, when I first saw this a couple years ago, I was like, wait, is this supposed to be what the Kamiki is upgraded to? No, the complete opposite. It's what yeah. is turned into the actual Burning Gundam line. Yeah, it's not, like, it's nice. I, I like it. I think it's it's, it's it's a good kind of, like, mid-step that they designed after the fact, which I guess, you know, to their benefit, that they could kind of design it in, like, very small steps like that. But, oh, it even has a, a gun and a shield. I don't remember that. Yeah, but, just kind of a shame that there's no, like, was there a fire mode to it? Cause that was that's... no, no, there never was. Yeah, it just yeah, it just had the real great system in it, nothing else. So yeah, I think this is like this is like another B class. Yeah, like uh, just joining the Gundam Club, I guess. Yeah, the more the merrier in the uh, the Okawara designs and the uh, ah, oh, who the hell designed the other ones? I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, now is the Ninpulse Gundam, the kind of thing that I was explaining last week. I couldn't figure out what it looks like. It's very busy. Uh-huh. I see this as, like, another take at Samurai Gundam. Uh. I think it's, like, it's. it feels like it's trying too hard. I say that for a lot of these suits, but I think this one more than maybe anything else. Yeah, yeah. I would consider this sort of a side grade to its predecessor. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it, it's too many shades of red. There's, like, a light red and a dark red and a really dark red on the legs. And the gold accents, but you also have white in there, and you have, like, the glowing green, too. It's, like, one too many colors, yeah, I think. if it didn't have that backpack, I think it would be fine, but, uh... Yeah, yeah! But, yeah, with that backpack, I think it's a little bit... It's a little bit much. Uh, maybe I... I... Low B, I, 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 I am feeling B for this. Yeah. Definitely a B tier. <laughs> yeah, low B, yeah. Yeah, low B, yeah. You're, like, you're like as good as the Exia and the, uh... The, the Mal. This one, though. This one rules because a lot of Kawaguchi suits um, are like suit name amazing, like the comp for Amazing Zaku Amazing. This is the Amazing Zagok, and it's called that because it's, it's a Zagok that's amazing to look at. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Love the big fuck, the big bulky arms and legs. It's... Yeah, it, it has electric wires, it has. Big claws. It has gun barrels that come out of it. Uh-huh. It can do it all. This is me, and I'm ready to have sex. <laughs> it's just a. I mean, I say my my nightingale is a lobster, but this thing's a lobster. This is like a big crab, dude. This. Oh god, this thing. I think. Wait, it has. Does the Zagok have like those pods on the top of its head normally? Oh, it does. Yes. I guess I just forgot. Yep. Well, you could have fooled me and say it had those. Can just like, they're more missile launchers. I don't know. This one is like. High A for me. I love this thing. It's just, it's just, it, it's like, I don't know if it's my favorite Kawaguchi suit. I don't think it's as good as Dark Matter, but I think it's like right up there. Well, back into a mono white club then. Yeah, you know, so you're next to Bear Guy. You're similarly shaped, better than Comfer, because the sock is just can't miss with it. Uh, and now we're getting close to the end here. We have the Fenice. Uh, wow, can't type Fenice uh, Liberta. Which is uh, just the upgrade of the Finice Rinascita. Uh, I don't know. What is this? Come on. What is this? What is this? What is what is that? Uh, what Why is, is the that? armor coming off of its, like, butt? Bellini, come on. What is Bellini, this? how far you've fallen. Bellini. Oh, come on, man. Come on. It turns into a bike. I do like that like, it turns into a bike. I don't know if that can really save it, though. Because this is just, like, you had it good with the first two. Yeah. I low B low C 
Low C. All right. I, okay. Oh, it's I better it than. Ahead. Yes. Yeah. Mid's better. Mid C. Mid ish. Yeah. Yeah. Mid. Uh. The the Transformers the, thing saves it. I think from being. Yeah, it saves it from pure. Yeah, obscurity. I like that. All right. Uh, now we have the Gundam X Jumao, uh, which is just the upgrade to the Gundam X Mao. Uh, which is just the Jumao is a combination of the X-Mao and the Crossbone X-Mao. I don't really see any crossbone in this, aside from just the big X on the back. Yeah. Um, should have kept the skull, but... Uh, it should have kept the skull. Come on, Mao. What are you doing? Other than that, though, it's it's nice. I, I definitely would say it's an improvement from the original Mao. I would say, yeah. I, I re- Again, anything with teal accents I love, even though... It has the regular green chest jewel, which should have been teal, because everything else that glows isn't on it is teal. I like the um, big X. Uh, yeah. I, I also like that it's maj- mo- like mostly a white color scheme. Like, it makes it look very kind of, like, fresh and, like, you know, sparkly a little bit. Because, like, everything kind of glows when it does this attack. You just have, like, a lot of bits that, like, light up and, like, turn red whenever it's, like, fully charged. I think, like, yeah, maybe mid B. Yeah. Yeah. Better. I, I don't know if it's better than the gym that has a dog on his backpack, but <laughs> it's better than the Exia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The last three are just very, very good. Uh, this is going to be hard to search. Maybe I know I found it. All right, this is the Jim Jim, or maybe the GM Jim. Hard to say. This is I included it because it's its own suit, and it really is like a. Um, and the image is just not going to load. Um, it really is a like just modern sleeker gym. Like, gyms can't strike this kind of, like, dynamic, just standing pose. Uh, you can see it kind of has, like, more rounded shoulders, it, sharper vents. It has, like, more detailed visor in the face. But other than that, it is still just kind of mostly just a gym. Yeah. Yeah, they, this is this is the remake gym. Mm-hmm. And the kit also comes with three different hits, so. Oh, that's nice. That makes me like it like a little. The, like, it's like the gym custom and gym sniper? Or... I think I think this thing's good enough to hang out with the gym sniper. Yeah, yeah. So. You don't need to separate these gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we have the gym Zagok, which I was lavishly praising last week. Uh, which is just a gym that Zagok landed on top of, basically. Big fuck off crab. This is a Myrler. This this is this is this is my pet Myrler. Can I wear him as a hat? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I just... just realized there's two sets of arms. Yeah, it has the regular gym arms just coming off of, like, the bottom of the chest for no reason. You don't need those arms there. Uh-huh. It'd be funny if they kind of, like, plugged in upwards into the uh, the whole body of this. It looks even funnier from the back when you can just oh. see, like, just the gym's legs, and that's kind Love of it. Love the tail. <laughs> it has, a, yeah, it, it looks like the kind, yeah, like a, this thing, I really like this thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very silly. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I mean, it's not as good as the Amazing Zgok. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. I'd say a... But, like, yeah, like a low A, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh, it's continuing the mono I club in the second row of A, and finally something I feel very strongly for. This is our last on our list. Um, and if this is not in the tier I want it to be in, I'm gonna throw a sen- temper tantrum. I should probably include Psycho Jim. The Psycho Jim, best to ever do it, baby. Yeah. Look, it's it's just it's a gym. It's a Psycho Jim. What's not to love? He looks good. Great. It 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 has it has the holiday spirit. It's red and white, um, and it, it transforms. It, it transforms. It looks like it's wearing like thigh high socks or like really tall like cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got thigh boots. 
I really like just the the way it's vi- it's like whole head is like red and dark red and it has this like really bright flash of green on it. Mm-hmm. Like this thing, I, this is an S tier design for me, honestly, just because it's a very very silly fun take on the Psycho Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. S-tier. And of course, it was P Bandai only. Boo. Boo. Look how large it is, though. That that's a very large digi egg. Ooh. Uh, yeah. S tier. Welcome to the club, Psycho Jim. All right. So. That is what our tier list is looking like. I'll read this off, listener, in case you don't uh, want to click on the link in the description. In S tier, we have the Wing Fenice, the Bear Guy 3, the Crossbone Mao, and the Psycho Gym, just the best of the best. The absolute pinnacle of what the show has to offer. Um, in M tier, we have the Mock, which stands for many, because we love the Mock. Mm-hmm. Um, a tier, we got the Zaku F2000, the Dark Matter, the Bear Guy 1, the Amazing Zaku, the Comp for Amazing. Goof R35, Gyan Vulcan, Gyan Gyan, uh, the Sengoku Astray, Miss Sazabi, Amazing Zaku, uh, the Zgok Jim, the Fenice Rinaskita, and the Build Mark II. Doing good at remembering these. Uh, B tier, we have the Star Build Strike, the regular Build Strike full package, uh, the Beginning Gundam, the uh, Star Burning Gundam, Abagorbine, Jim K9, Jim Jim, uh, Gundam X Jumao. The Amazing Exia, the Ninpulse Gundam, the Gundam X Mao, and the Byakushiki. In C tier, we have the uh, Cubelay Papillon, the Fenice Liberta, the Beginning 30 Gundam, the Forever Gundam, and the Helzion Galaxy. And finally, in D tier, we have our sweet little doggy tank, the Abuku tank, and the uh, Helzion Marine. That's pretty That's pretty solid, I'd say. Yeah. This is a pretty representative uh, representative list of what we got going on. Uh, so that's good, and that will be linked in the episode, and the tier list will be linked, so listener, you can make your own and post it in the Discord for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, it is time for us to go to our mailbag, uh, because people sent us a bunch of questions, and we get to talk about them as we close the show out. Yay! Um, let's see. First question comes from Setsuna's Mercury. Who asks if you guys had to make gunpla for gunpla battles? What kits would it be made from, and what kit would you pick? Uh, this is this is like this is the premier question of the show, right? You know what what would we pilot within this show if we were characters? You know, you know when we looked at the highball, uh, I, I want to pilot that. Mm, that would be so. I would good. get my ass kicked, and I would have a good time. I would be well for my starter mech because you always have a mid season upgrade. I go with a. Right. Uh, probably a mass production gun cannon, but it has the shining finger. Yes, and you build up power from firing the cannon. Yeah, that's where the heat just, comes from, exactly. Yeah. And then the mid-season upgrade would just swap the two, so you have the shining Gundam with gun cannon style cannons. Probably GM cannon too, actually. Yeah, the the one thing shining Gundam didn't need just a ranged option. It just will never lose a single fight anymore. I mean, they did do that with the. Shining Break Gundam and Divers, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> I think mine, much as I want to say the Nightingale's my favorite, that's very an unwieldy large gunpla to be toting around. I would, going by uh, your same uh, logic, area, I'm going to start out with a custom Bjarlant. Uh, not the Bjarlant custom, but a custom Bjarlant. Um, with a, maybe like some wire weapons. I really like incoms, you know, from Sentinel, stuff like that. Uh, and, and giving my mid-season upgrade a, it'd be like a, you know, more souped up Bjarlant custom, but it would have the kind of like flaming beam vent system that a lot of the crossbone Gundams have. 
So you just have like, you know, again, a flaming halo skull Bjarlant flying around, basically. Just an absolutely terrifying Dorito. It's a good, it's a good, very fun proportions on that thing. Um, next from uh, host of the show, Jake, Mr. Doubles. Uh, oh, never mind. That was the exact same question. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to like read all these beforehand because half of these questions are probably gonna be the same thing. Um, from Disaster Area 42 asks, "What cool gunpla was shown in Bill Fighters but never turned into a kit that you wish you could actually buy?" I looked this up. I. And like nearly all of the kits, uh, all the it's like yeah, it's everything is kind of there. Yeah. Um, if we stretch it a little bit, I will say I wish the build mark two got turned into a real grade. Oh, okay, no, that that is also my answer because I love the real grade mark two. Like I have a high grade mark two and a real grade mark two. A, a, a real grade build mark two would be the cat's pajamas. And 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 Dan, I imagine you just want the highball still. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I don't really have much thought on like it. it yeah, it, it, all the all the really good gunpla already have uh, kits of them, and I don't plan on yeah. getting, getting anything higher than a high grade. Although, except for the regular mock, ironically. Uh huh. <laughs> love the mock. Um, the mock. We love the mock. Give me the mock. Uh, Ziggy asks: The gunpla universe is expanding. What Bandai model line is the first to be added, and how does it fuck up the rest of the tournament? I like the idea of uh, Bandai's Digimon line being added in. Uh-huh. And you have, you know, the Gundam is fighting and all of a sudden Warcraymon is here. And he's just, like, tearing the gunpla apart. Uh-oh. Fuck. He's used Gaia Force. We lose. Uh, they're going to put in, like, Goku. Uh, oh, the, oh the Go- <laughs> that's right. I forgot they no, have those. Nobody can beat Goku. Uh, <laughs> I, go, RX-78 Gundam. I scan in Broly. Uh. <laughs> uh, oh god um, here you um go. ziggy asks yep i was gonna say well, i guess this is a continuation to the next question so i'll let you read that because yeah yeah but p- part b for the question uh follow up if bandai does indeed take place in gundam valhalla what characters from those model lines end up in the show i.e has shinji finally come out and started hrt now living her best life so my answer to mm. the original question was the sidebuster from super robot wars yeah and then i'd imagine that misaki would be uh Having kind of a cameo, except in this case, when uh, Iori is trying to get to the tournament, Masaki is the one that drives him, but because of his tendency to get lost, he ac- accidentally drives the wrong way. No. I, th- this is definitely a stretch, because I don't think there's kits of these, uh, like the Bandai's done, but there's model kits, so I'm going to count it. Uh, there's a couple, like, Gurren Logon kits. Uh-huh. I like to imagine, like, Simon and Kamina trying to pilot Gunpla by, like, having them ride piggyback on each other. Oh, that would that would be fun. Yeah, it's a cute, yeah. you know, I don't, a little cameo. I don't think I have anything I could like firmly state for this question. Uh, I feel like I'm a little too ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, yeah, you know, it, that's the nature of the show. A lot of lot of gunpla out there. Mm-hmm. Um, next question from Machina: Do you think there are underground gunpla tournaments on privately owned islands where if your gunpla is destroyed, you are killed to raise the stakes? Oh, absolutely, there are. <laughs> Uh, the most dangerous game, Gunpla. The Gunpla referees are desperately trying to find them and stop them. That's Yeah, that's what the next ONA is going to be about that they make in five years. <laughs> yeah. Yep, stay, t- stay tuned to our Riverdale spinoff of Bill Fighters. <laughs> oh, that would... Look, if CW got the Gunpla, the Gundam license, it'd all be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... Imagine how many insert songs you could set to, like, Amaru and Char. <laughs> <laughs> it it writes itself. It's too good. 
I'm just imagining the Riverdale cast in Gundam Build Fighters. Uh, oh, that would be so good. Mm-hmm. You take Jingle Jangle to to raise your performance in battle. I, who I, I'm who would more is more likely to become a char, uh, Riverdale Archie or just Jughead? Oh, Jughead, oh. Jughead. I. You said that, and my mind went in a wild direction. I'm imagining Hiram Lodge oh. putting on a mask and trying to take out Archie in the tournament. Oh, that would oh, no, be so Black Hood Part 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah! <laughs> oh, fuck, my next opponent's the Gargoyle King. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Makina also asks, how would the original Yu-Gi-Oh have been different if instead of cards, they'd have to fight and solve all their problems with custom gunpla and deal with gunpla-related shadow games? And for Yi, Octem, Seto, Joey, and Pegasus, and anyone else you'd like to brainstorm for, what sort of gunpla would they have had? Huh. So basically, what if Yu Gi Oh is gunpla? What if there were ancient quite literally every day? What if there was ancient Egyptian gunpla? What if? Whoa! What if the universe was created by the construction of a gunpla instead of a big card showing out in space? Mm-hmm. Retconning <laughs> Yu Gi Oh beginnings when he's putting together the Millennium Puzzle, but it's one of those Bandai kits that they just released. Yeah, it's right. Last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, there's no instructions in these. I know, boy. <laughs> Good luck. Card games are freedom, Yugi. Yeah, okay. So I I feel like Yugi and Atem what they would they would have a suit that like it would have like a transformable mode where like Yugi pilots one like the Yugi pilots the mobile armor form and like Atem pilots the mobile suit form or something like that. You know, you, you got to have some kind of transforming thing there to sort of signify that. Yeah. Uh- um Kaiba would just he would just use like the Dragon Gundam from G or like the Shenlong Gundam from Wing, but paint it blue and white. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, he's he's the dragon guy. It just has to be the dragon Gundam. And like, you know, you know what? He had he he kit it so it has three heads. So it's the ultimate dragon Gundam. Uh, Joey's got uh, Joey's got an off-brand uh, gunpla. Uh, he bought a kit from Daban. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or like, I was gonna say he he has a custom bear guy. But, like, it's a dog guy or something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, regardless, Joey does get arrested and thrown out by the referees for... for, for... He, he wouldn't cheat on purpose, but he would definitely do it accidentally. Yeah. Um, Pegasus? Pegasus, I feel like, has to have the suit that, you know, like has a ton of funnels or, or you know, beam weapons. Like, you know, some kind of special weapon that, like, is, like, very scary and um, threatening looking. Like... The Cubelay Papillon, or just the Cubelay, honestly, is perfect for Pegasus. You know, very elegant, very terrifying to actually fight. Uh, um, listen to Pot of Greed. Listen to Pot of Greed. <laughs> uh, Gundad Build Fighters asks, War breaks out in the build universe. Do they build Gundam-sized Gunpla or Gunpla-sized Gundams? Gundam-sized Gunpla. They're all, yeah, it's just it's like plastic warriors. Yeah, they're going to do it G-Gundam style. Now, here's the question. That would t- wouldn't that take a lot more plastic particles? That is true. I'm also wondering if, like, how much do those weapons affect in real life? Because, like, yeah, they do it, like, outright tear apart gunplug kits. But it it did like destroy destroyed a stadium too at the very end when like a Boku burst through the roof. So like they definitely have some physical effects. I'm I'm imagining it's kind of like a law of square cube or whatever, where like it's like you know creatures can't get so big on Earth because eventually they can't process oxygen fast enough. And, like, you'd see the same thing where a gunpla can only get so big before, like, you'd need an impossible amount of plastic particles to to operate it. So, like, they, they would be, like, two or three feet tall. They'd be, like, 148 scale size before we kind of, like, you know, 
we can't make them any bigger, but at that point they're large enough that like beams from those are gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. And then you just have a uh, little miniature battlefields, or you know, yeah. one to forty-eight scale battlefields. Yeah, I did like the idea that if it were gun plus size Gundams, then like perfect rates would be considered a violation of Geneva Convention. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the Antarctic Treaty. You can't use perfect. It has to be high grades. <laughs> uh, Ziggy asks, describe the new type soup that's served in your favorite deli in the Gunpla world. I'm just going to say what my favorite soup is, which is uh, kielbasa tortellini soup. Yeah, I was going to say also chicken tortellini. I do, do, as far as 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 getting a soup at a restaurant goes, I do love a nice creamy tomato soup. Oh, it's creamy tomato soup with like some nice grilled cheese. Yeah, that's a good shit. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Except in in then a little tiny char figurine pops out of the soup and... Blink you in the head with the plastic missile. Uh-huh. I can drink this soup three times faster than other soups. Oh, my soup! <laughs> it's served three times hotter. Uh, Why is there a melted plastic bottle in my soup? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, garçon. There's a char in my soup. Uh, Real Moonray supporter asks: Are the life-size Gundam statues really statues? Dun dun dun. It's a scary thought. And I mean, you know, honestly, I thought that that's where the show was going to go at the end when, like, the Plesky particles went out of control. I thought we were going to see them, like, affect the one-to-one stale sketch. Yeah, they just, like, the, the, like, they bring in the famous RX-78 statue, but they also bring in a Zaku, too, so. Yeah. So they're, I guess they're just statues, even though it felt like it was really setting us up for, like, the final opponent is, like, an actual-sized Gundam that the little 144 scales have to take Yeah, down. that would be fun. Uh, and I haven't seen the inside of them, so I don't know if they're real or not. I'd like to think they are, but, uh, maybe it's probably best for the world if we don't have real Gundams, who can say? Yeah. Um, let's see. Mr. Doubles, Jake, once again, asks, would the Limitless Pill be considered a performance-enhancing drug? If so, are people banned for taking it or encouraged to? I don't know I think that's an embodiment system that's gonna be banned. Right. And that's kind of taboo, I'd say. Like, people are gonna take it, because you need the drama, but... Right, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, everyone has to take it because you can't really compete. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to see that Gundam show though. I want them to win by sheer tenacity alone. Tenacity and friendship. Yay! Yeah. It's a shonen. Uh, Riel asks, "Is there a size limit on gunplay battles, or could I enter a modded Psycho Gundam?" I think the or answer we, is. We just saw Psycho Gundam. I think the answer or is yeah. No. Yeah, no, I because like, I I think it's there were like big transport gunpla. In, like, the big Battle Royale part. That's right. I, You know what I... Well, th- I, the only thing that wasn't the scale was the mega size Zaku, the 148. I like to imagine that you can't mix classes that way, but they have, like, a 144 world champion and a 100 scale champion and a 160 scale champion. You can't mix them, but, like, maybe, the, you know, you, you can fight them with any scale. You can even fight them with, like, the um the 1-200 artifact scales. Yeah. <laughs> and the guns are, like, an inch tall. They did have that one uh, ship also. I forgot which one, but... They had, yeah, the uh, the Gao bomber. Yeah. But that, yeah, that was 144 skill, so it's technically loud, even though it's, you know, fucking gigantic. Also, the only Gundam Breaker game I've played is the mobile game, but they do let you fight 1-100s as 144s. Really? I never got far enough to do that. That sounds cool as hell. Uh, Aiton Crag. Oh, sorry, nope. 
Zagoxok asks, if you die in honorable combat and go to build fighters Valhalla, which Gunpla model, including those you own, would you pilot? I, we've asked answered this already. Aiton <laughs> uh, Crag asks, what was the first normal Earth thing that Rambaral did after getting isekai here from Mobile Suit Gundam? Huh. Hmm. What would Wife Guy Rambaral do if he went to if he, if he got isekai to Earth? Huh. Probably isolate himself for a while because he's finding all these people quoting Mobile Suit Gundam and how Amuro helped win the war. Right, yeah. He's like, what the hell happened? First of all, he tries to find his wife. Of course. His wife guy. He needs, he where, needs his where's wife. Where's Hamon? Where's my I wife? I need to find Hamon. Uh, and then he buys a beautiful, <laughs> much like his goof R35 in Build Fighters, he buys a Nissan R35 Skyline and paints it blue. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Uh, he, paints it, he paints it goof blue. Yeah, he... Uh, he... I think he starts, uh, I think he's probably going to start, like, uh, he's going to start, uh, work, working a part-time job or something, uh, uh, I don't know why, but I am just thinking him being really, really good at, uh, some fast food joint, or maybe just, like, a small restaurant. Mm. He, he, he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I like to imagine him working at like a cookout or something, uh-huh. which might even be too regional of a reference. But it is. I don't know what that is. It, well, cookout is very good food. It's probably like a southeast thing. Let's I mean, see, like I'm at, I live in Northern Virginia, where I live. I'm at like the northern border of where cookouts Let's are. See. They're only really south of here. What are they? They got you can get a cheer wine float at a cookout. Oh it is wow, damn that's good. nice. Look in this place. They have up. like forty flavors of milkshakes. Mm. Does terrible things to my digestive tract afterwards, but you know some things are worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, MSO7B Goofy asks: Given the ending of the show, what do you think everybody does in the next five to ten years? How do you think they'll have grown and changed for Try? They won't have grown and changed, or they'll have grown up. They won't have changed. I can't imagine them not being exactly the sign, the kind of character they were when the show ended. Mm-hmm. Mal like, is still I, having relationship trouble. I, I think I think Mao is like married to Misaki, but he's like a wife guy about it, and he's still doing the Misaki Chan thing. But like, she's just his wife this time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, Say is—he's like Say's probably the most different. He's still enthusiastic for gunplay battles, but he can still be like kind of like you know the the, the calm, cool mentor mm-hmm. to the main character. But like everyone else, like you know, Fellini's still gonna be Fellini. Like, everyone, you know, mm-hmm. I know how these shows work. They don't change that much between the sequels. Yeah. Uh, Rambo Raw still looks exactly the same, even though yeah. he's 45. He's still 35 years old. He's still 30, exactly. <laughs> he's still 35. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ziggy asks, is the RX-78 Gundam actually a descendant of Truck-Kun? And making sure to continue the family tradition? I, I mean, nobody got hit with it, did they? Is that in another anime? That we know? Hey, we don't know how they got to this Gundam world. Hmm. It, it, it's, it's like, when you look at map out the kind of, um, the, the, the kind of, like, mobile suit hist- development history and, like, what mobile suit originated from what, you'll find out that, that every uh, Gundam that, like, all these characters, like, died in or were killed by or whatever was developed from Truck-Kun. And mm-hmm. that's why it's an isekai. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll buy that. We, we we use this particularly lethal truck to uh to kind of advance uh, technology to the point where we could build mobile suits out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a very That's powerful what truck. Does. Very powerful truck, yeah. A long lineage of, of destroying anime characters. Mm. Um 
Robin, who moves three times faster, asks us, thoughts on a Gunpla fighter who sticks it to the man with a Gunpla made of plastic shards and electric tape? I mean, per- stuff like glue was used, so... Oh my god, you're right. I was going to say, that's probably illegal, but like, I think as long as it's a Gunpla supply, you're good. It, it, it'd be very expensive, but you buy a bunch of God Hand uh, sprue cutters. You snap off the very, very sharp blades and glue them to your Gunpla. That's a Gunpla supply, but you're just like tearing through plastic like it's butter. Uh-huh. And there's an evil idea for, for anyone's Build Fighters OC antagonist. I don't want to jinx myself, but like, my god hands are still holding up pretty well. You gotta be very careful with it, but a good, a, a good, a good pair will treat you right. I still can't believe Gunder, Gunder Breaker Mobile has one of the currencies be just a bunch of nippers you go through to upgrade parts. <laughs> That's, that is so funny. I love that. I mean, yeah, it definitely seems like a game, you know, for Gundam fans. Um... Let's see. Ziggy asks, what happens when the Plasky particles interact with the runner statue at the Gunpla factory? Well, fucking apparently nothing. Disappointed. Uh, yeah, the, the disappointment is what happens. Maybe uh, they all fall. Um, maybe it, like, floats around. I, I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of, like, glows a little bit more. Its eyes light up, and its, like, arm swings back and forth, but that's kind of it. Yeah, the, uh, I- I'm just imagining the runners just floating in the, just floating a few feet off the ground in the run. And the general shape of the uh, runner statue. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of wiggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Colin, host of the show, uh, Patch Dish, asks, What sport or game would you like to see people here do? Sorry. What sport or game would you like to see people have to do in Plastic Robots at the next Gunpla World Tournament? Mm. Oh. I mean, it's got to be Gun- basketball. It's got to be basketball. I mean, like, they do basketball and wing. They kind of do basketball at the end of Shars Counterattack. Uh-huh. If you count the Sazabi escape pod. <laughs> Slam dunk. Um, don't dunk him right into that big stinky rock. I uh, uh, curling. Oh, they do curling, but it's like a flattened haro. They have to kind of shuffle across the ice. Oh god, they have to do something with a haro, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, it's either a haro or a ball. No, you know what? It's Gundam Billiards. The the mock head is the cue ball, and Haro's are the, the solids, and um, the balls are the stripes. That's how we can kind of incorporate all these delightful round friends. And then you pull off uh, wall tricks with them. Yeah. Like somehow yeah. Uh, completely making the cue ball go 180 degrees. Whoa. They, yeah, you'd have beam billiards. It'd be, be nonsense like that. <laughs> Um, ba, 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 ba. Gun Dad Build Fighters asks, "Where the heck was Amro Ray? Or did I blink and miss him?" He was in, I believe, in that scene with the RX seventy eight statue being unveiled yeah. in that. Yeah, he was just there. I, I think it was like Londo Bell Amro Ray. Yep. which is why I didn't notice him either because I'm like used to you know nineteen seventy eight Amro Ray. He is looking for his husband. Yeah, who's like in a different town because <laughs> he was he was that's where um say his dad was um Hormeister asks in an alternate universe what were toys channeling realistic combat were not gunpla but warhammer 40k miniatures which faction would each of the core cast members for this show play instead main characters I, are space marines uh yeah i was gonna say like i don't know that much about warhammer i know like necron is one of them yeah say and reiji are space marines mal is orcs uh mm-hmm. uh what's his fucking name um Let's see. Uh, uh, Niels Nielsen and uh, uh, why am I forgetting your name? Isla both play Eldar. Uh, okay. Let's think. Uh, 
Rambaral, of course, who, Imperial Guard. Uh, who does uh, who does who does uh, Fellini play? Fellini, I think. I think he's also Imperial Guard, but he's but he doesn't have like the standard like Cadian set. I think he has like something custom themed to be more Italian. Uh, oh, that's always fun. <laughs> Italian Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, there. Uh, there is a. F- I know in Warhammer Fantasy, there's a country called Estalia. Uh, uh, I'm trying. Are there? Let's see. Let's see. There are chaos factions, right? Yes, there are. Uh, let me think. So, yeah. The, let's see. Chaos factions. Who would be chaos? I think. Ooh, well, Suzumu, Chaos Space Marine. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be. Yeah, good. I think. I think. Uh, fucking. Who would? I'm just trying. Oh, maybe Kawaguchi. Kawaguchi's like a chaos marine when he's like under yeah, the control think, of embody. But then when he breaks out of it, he's a regular space marine. I think ca- yeah, Kawaguchi. I think has like a corn, uh, corn army. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, actually, I think I'm gonna re- change one slightly. I think Nils is playing a Zinch uh, faction. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, a lot of Warhammer out there. Yeah. The real question is who is the one that's playing Tau, the one that has actual mechs. Or, well, a lot of them oh, have that's mechs, right. actually, now that I think about them. Uh, yeah, but Tau, I think Tau, that's like Tau's whole thing, though, yeah, right? Yeah, Tau's uh, Battletech. Hmm. Uh, oh, can't think. That's what Say's dad uses. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He plays a Tau army. Yeah. 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 And that, that's, our, that's our Gundam 40k crossover. <laughs> yeah. It's been a decade since I last played Warhammer, and I know even I've, less about the lore, so... I've never yeah. played Warhammer. Uh, You're just in the know. You I, play the games, I, though. I've Actually, played a I, couple of the games, but uh, not much. In fact, I never played 40k, except, like, yeah. I think Vermintide is technically 40k? Or? Ver, no, Vermintide thought, no, Ver, is fantasy. Vermintide. But uh, Darktide, Dark t- which, Dark which came out 40K. recently, okay. is 40k, and I've been playing yeah. that. Uh, oh. Vermintide was fun. Oh, you know what? Uh, mm. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. Ooh, uh, I'm just thinking of like faction stuff. Uh, I think. Uh, no, I I can't think of anything. I think. All right. I I can't think of anyone who'd play Sisters of Battle right now. Uh oh mm. no, Fellini plays Sisters of Battle. What am I thinking? <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah. Oh, Fellini. Uh, a couple more questions. Riel asks, "What if they did the opposite and it was big robots playing with figurines? The pilots that had to punch each other. You know, that'd be a that'd be a little strange. I know that they have the SD Gundam shows where the Gundams are like actual characters. Yeah, yeah. Like they they are themselves. Isn't this just the ending to Metal Gear Solid Four? Last fight. Whoa. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Much to think about here. Uh-huh. Rex and Ray are sentient, and they're like, I set out my old man to fight yours. Damn it, Kojima, you've done it again. Um, <laughs> Sabrina Farden asks, Rinko, you where he walks into the room and funky 70 music starts playing in the background. What do you do? Uh, Zaku kicked Chinan out of the room, because I know he's the one doing that. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> I asked where Takeshi is. <laughs> uh, last question. From host of the show for Wing Phoenix, Denkrushnada Verka, what would the cast order at a boba shop? Hmm. I haven't been to a boba shop in a hot minute, even though I live like down the road from one. 
I know that they have a Minions flavor, and I know that they have a Kirby flavor. I'm quickly exhausting the knowledge of what Kung Fu tea sells. I, yeah. I, I don't know enough about Boba flavors. The tragic thing is that I moved to a place that probably is close to Boba tea, but it was... The move was when COVID was starting. No, yeah, you don't want... So we the, really... o- the only thing I want is this Boba, not COVID, in my drink. Yeah, we kind of had to isolate for a while, and yeah. Oh. I like to think that, I mean, going off of just knowing that there's a Kirby drink and a Minions drink, I think Rambo Rawler is the Kirby drink. Uh-huh. And it's gotta, it's gotta be Mao ordering the Minions drink. Yeah, he is kind of a human Minion. <laughs> Ma- Mao is, I feel like Mao is most likely out of the cast to respect funny little guys. Uh-huh. He is. That's what his high school yearbook said. Yeah, he's just a funny little guy. He, he's a, he's pretty, a pretty, pretty funny little guy, that Mao. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of our mailbag, which means we are just about at the end of this show. Um, before we start wrapping up, though, um, uh, let's let's do one for both of y'all since this is the last episode. Dan and Phoenix, what are your robots of the week? Or Phoenix, sorry, Dan and Yuria. I was reading the other host's name. Haha, I snuck into the next show instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to G-Witch. <laughs> uh, hmm, my robot of the week? Oh, I should have thought about this one. Uh, ooh, let me think real hard on the uh, robot. Well, I'll sell mine while you're thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I might as well save my favorite mobile suit, the original gun cannon. There we go. It's it's the classics. Yeah. I like the gun cannon's funny little baseball cap that it wears. I like the nice red color scheme. It's classic. It, 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 it's You can't have Gundam without gun cannon. It's also kind of how I play like those kinds of video games where you have ranged options. It's, like, it's a, kind of a support middle range. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I, I figured out my robot of the week. It's Sniper right. Joe from uh, Mega Man. From Mega Kizazaku! He's kind of a Zaku with it. It really is. I, Sniper Joe's great. I always hated fighting him, though, because I could never yeah. like get the timing right <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Cool design, pain in the ass to fight. Yeah. I mean, the wiki, I'm looking at the Mega Man wiki, they've got a trivia. The Z- yeah, the design might be referenced to Zaku from Mobile Suit Gundam, which also has green armor, a single red mono eye, and a shield. <laughs> I mean, a shield is not a Zaku make, but I get what they're going for there. It, yeah, it's a shoulder shield, it has, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen a Gundam use a shield, they're all the same. Um, well... I, there is, is a... Messengers in Mega Man as well. There's a machine, or there's a giant net. Ah, I think four. That's that's in a couple of them. Cause I know it's like a boss in like the ZX games too, or like in the background of one. Oh, I found it. I will link it into the. Yes, the Tanger Z. Oh wow! Holy moly! That really is Mazinger Z. Huh? <laughs> yep. It's. And I think that's uh, so, get that's her so cool. classic Getter 3 style, a, a little too, with the tank treads. A little bit. I like that. That's so cute. Aw, I, I like early Mega Man oh. enemy designs. Mega Man 6. I, yeah. oh. I actually like Mega Man 6 a lot more than most people seem to. I do too. I think, again, it was one of those ones where like I played it before I played most other Mega Man games. Yeah. It's just got everything down. The charge attack feels perfect. The... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, like, it was the last NES game, so, like, they really kind of, like, had mastered everything by that point. Yeah. It's tight. Um, 
Well, we're getting to the close now. But before we close out, we got to do plugs. Uh, Yuria, where can we find you on the internet? I am on Twitter at YorgalYuria. I am on co-host at Yuria. And I haven't made much progress yet on the writing stuff because, <laughs> as I mentioned before, I restarted back on HRT. So that's kind of been trying to adjust to that and just some other art stuff doing so. Hell yeah. Hopefully I get back to that because... Cool robots. Always fun making art. Gotta make yeah, it. exactly. Uh, and how about you, Dan? Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at biggerchallenge.card.co. That includes such podcasts as uh, Pot of Greed. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Uh, we're, we're on Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds. Uh, did you already go, Max? Or No, no. Okay, okay. Uh, we're... It, we've just started on 5Ds. It's real good. Hoping to talk about it more in the future. Uh, you can listen to The Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic lore podcast uh, I do with my friends uh, Morgan Devon. Uh, I've kind of been uh, putting off editing episodes, and it's kind of building up a backlog. So uh, I think I'm gonna be we're gonna be recording one more episode, and then I'm gonna take a break from recording to focus on editing. Uh, uh, let's see, an episode that went up recently, though, episode 102, uh, I believe we talked about some episodes of Sad AM. Uh, nice. Uh, you can listen to... No, wait, that's it. Well, I will say, I am planning on, now that I'm done with Wow Cool Robot, I am planning on starting a new podcast, a limited-run podcast Ooh. on the Mouse Guard graphic novels. It'll probably be about eight or nine episodes long maybe uh ooh prestige yeah i figure i figure that that there's like three main volumes uh three tales volumes and between baldwin and the various uh short comics david peterson's worked on since the uh main volumes that should put together to about eight or nine episodes uh 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 let's see you can find me on twitter and tumblr at big Bigger challenge, co-host, big challenges. Uh, you can find my art Tumblr. My, uh, you can find my uh, gimmick account at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, and you can find uh, uh, my fur affinity, uh, big challenges. That's it for me. Right on. Speaking uh, of Mouse Guard, mm-hmm. they still <laughs> Peter, uh, David Peterson still has not released. He's all worried. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Mouse Guard, Six Feet Under, still canon. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah! Uh, and I'm Max. I'm on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. Um, as Dan mentioned, I'm part of Pod Agree. Listen to our fun Yu Gi Oh show. You can also find me on Slappers Only, which is at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter, which is a video game music showdown podcast. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 episode incoming soon. This podcast is on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. There's Discord links in the uh, episode notes and Twitter header. Hang out with us, post that tier list. Let us know what your takes are on the what the best gunpla for this show are. Uh, this show and many more are hosted on noisespace.xyz, a podcast incubator network. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Um, and finally, we're at the end of the road. Dan and Iria, it has been a very fun mm-hmm. time. It has been a pleasure. Yeah. Very fun show to talk about. I've really, really liked Build Fighters. It's very fun getting to talk about it with y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to have uh, done it. Uh I look forward to your future uh, journeys into the world of Gundam. Especially since you're covering the 
Universal Century OVA sound next sounds like. That is right. Next Hell episode yeah. will be on the uh, first, I guess, two episodes of Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket mm. uh, with with uh, Jordan and Giga, yeah. if you know who they are. I'm real excited so, about that. Like, uh, both of them have some great takes about Gundam. I, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, Jordan's very new to Gundam. Yeah. He didn't really get into it until like the last year or so. Yeah. So we good. And I think Giga's seen pretty much everything now. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. So I'll return for then. And Dan and Neary will be returned to the eternal new type soup, uh, as is tradition with the show. So one final time, what do we always say? Buy our toys. Wow, cool robots. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.